This episode of Super Boothers is brought to you by PB Backdrops. Get anything you need for your photo booth business, like featherless boas, custom pillow cover backdrops, retractable banners, and much more. Visit their website at pbbackdrops.com and use promo code SUPERBOOTHERS10 at checkout for 10% off. Hello and welcome to Super Boothers. My name is Ryan. And I'm Ismail. Good morning. Good afternoon. So I won't you be my neighbor? No. Um, so <laughs> yet again, I am running through an airport. I'm going through TSA and I got stopped because this particular airport requires that. So I have TSA pre-check. I love TSA pre-check. You just kind of skip right through the big line. They had a policy where you have to take all of your electronics larger than a cell phone and have them in their own separate bin. Mm-hmm. I travel with a laptop and three iPads. It's a lot of bins. A lot of bins. I'm going through this. Didn't realize that in my carry on, there was a laptop and an iPad in there. I completely forgot. So I had to go back. I'm sweating profusely. This is horrible. Finally go through the guy pulls my bag again. I'm like, what is the problem? Is this because I am Mexican? Why are you persecuting me? I'm sure that went over very well. No, I got arrested and no, (laughs) no. So he pulls it aside again and they're like, sir, you're going to have to go into this room. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me oh, i man. no i'm like can i request a mail no okay <laughs> did they kidding. start putting their gloves on kidding kidding cough sir <laughs> no so he goes we have to search your luggage please do not touch anything once it's opened i'm like i have a flight to catch why am i here he goes through the th- do you know what he finds a ipad mini my microphone I almost got arrested for doing super boothers. <laughs> yeah. So my you, microphone. You have to sacrifice for the betterment of others. My microphone looks like a bomb. You got to put a picture in the show notes because I don't believe that. I do. I do. Well, it's kind of. It well it looks like. Well, I don't know. You. 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 We're, I'm going to post a picture, and then everyone can comment and tell me what they think it looks like. But anyways, so this is what I. I have. I had a, a, a lack of sleep lately, as I'm sure you have, and I'm really curious as to what your morning routine is. Oh no! Is that what we're talking about? Can, continue. You know, I, I actually the, the morning routine is a topic that has become in vogue lately. So if you listen to other podcasts or read other blogs or reading, everybody's talking about morning routines. So what do people do in the morning? So there's two different morning routines. There's the morning routine that actually happens. And mm-hmm. there's the one that I try to try to make happen. Which one would you like? <laughs> well, okay. So let's do, let's do in a perfect world. What would you like to have happen in the morning? Okay. So, and then we'll go into reality and find our pitfalls. Okay, so this is – let me think this through. And I, I will say more often than not, I do do this. Um, wake up early. Obviously, you know, the regular restroom activities, getting cleaned up and groomed and whatnot. Um, I do a light bit of exercise um, just to get the blood flowing. I call BS on that. No, it's true. I do. A light, light bit of exercise. Sometimes sometimes it's just as simple. Lifting, lifting the coffee cup. No. 
and putting more water in the machine does not count. If you do it more than once, it counts. Now, sometimes, sometimes oh, it's, as, it's as little as just stretching, right? So I don't put a huge expectation on that because, as you know, I'm not the workout type. If I make it too difficult, I'm not going to go through with it. So I don't really have big expectations. I do a light, a light exercise. I eat something light, usually just some cereal or some fruit. Um, I what kind of cereal? It, it varies. It's probably something like oaty, some kind of oatmeal based, like maybe honey bunches of oats or some kind of Trader Joe's. So nothing, nothing like sugary. No, no way. And okay. I use almond milk. I switched to almond milk. It's because you're white. Getting healthier, getting a little healthier. Um, and then I squeeze in also some reading. It's not just reading. It's some, it's some learning. And I think that's probably my favorite part. And that's probably the only reason I can get up early is that that part where I'm reading something or watching something educational or listening to something, usually I do that while another bit, another part of my exercise is riding a stationary bike. So that, that's really the heavy part of my exercise. If I, I just go on the bike and learn something. So I never pictured you to be the Peloton type. It's not the Peloton. It's, it's some, it's not that crazy. It's just a regular stationary bike, but the winters here are pretty cold. So you can't really go outside and do anything. And that's my way sure. of just keeping things moving. Um, and that's while I'm doing that, I, I do some kind of learning and then it's usually just get dressed, cup of coffee and start working. And then, but what often, what often happens now, now that I told you the one I aspire to do, sure. what often happens is that I stay up very late because I'm, I get caught up in doing a whole bunch of stuff and it's very difficult to get up in the morning. So those sure. days where I can't get myself to get up, um, I end up wasting time like everybody else does on their phone, scrolling through whatever they scroll through, um, and kind of sluggishly rolling out of bed without really doing any of the things I mentioned. <laughs> so, Not so of the of the five work days of the week, how many times a week would you say the ideal situation happens? It depends on the week. This week, the ideal situation happened maybe once. It was a rough week, but. In general, at least half, probably a little bit more than half. I do not come close to that in any way, shape, or form. So let's hear your side of the story. So I – well, it depends. So if it's a travel day, um, nine times out of ten, I'm on the very first flight out. Um, and that usually is like a 6 or 7 a.m. flight at 7.30 at the absolute latest. Um generally I don't pack until the night before. Um, and there are times where like, for example, whenever we did, um, PBX, I went on a trip right before that. Uh, so what I ended up doing was I packed for, for one trip. And then I also packed for PBX because there was like an eight hour turnaround time by the time I got home. So I would pack for the first trip go on the trip, come back. My bag for the second trip is already packed. Um, so that on times like that is where it's a little, uh, little difficult. Um, generally if I'm just going to one place, I'll pack the night before I will go to bed somewhere around like 2 AM because I'm up late trying to get stuff taken care of, make sure everyone has everything they need before I leave. Uh, I generally won't sleep that night if I have an early flight because I am absolutely paranoid. So fun fact about me, I have never 
missed a flight in my entire life. Oh, wow. That's a lot of flights. I have never missed a flight. Um, I mean, that's the thing is with work, I have never missed an event in 14 years. Has not happened. I have done events sick. I've done events throwing up in the bathroom. All of it. Now, you said you're paranoid. Is that why you don't sleep? Because you're paranoid about not waking up? I think so. I've So this is the thing is I, as a kid, I always overslept. That was just my thing. I, I would sleep through a long, I have slept through a tornado before. I, I mean, it was See, outside doing its thing. I didn't care. I'm just, I just, just let me know when it's done. And if I have to clean up or what, but other than that, don't wake me up. See what I find. And I'm sure a lot of people relate to this is that when I have something important, like a flight, I feel like I wake up before my alarm goes off because subconsciously I know Dude, you got to get up something. For sure. I think that that's, um, that uh, again, I have never missed a flight. I don't intend to start now. I came close to it, uh, two episodes ago. (laughs) Um, but other than that, no, I just don't, I just don't do that. Um, one thing that I'm absolutely horrible about. So if, so if I'm at home, I do not eat breakfast. I'm I take that back. If I am at home, I do not eat breakfast at all. If I'm at a hotel, and it's just a pure convenience. I absolutely hate making breakfast. If someone can just put it right in my room, I will eat it and be as happy as a clam. But other than that, I'm not going to do it myself. That's why I stick to the very simple cereal and milk. Very easy. Or a fruit. Yeah. Um, another thing that I'm a little bit horrible at, So I'll get up. First thing that I grab is my phone. And... I get a million notifications in the middle of the night. I will go through all of my emails, respond to like the most urgent ones. Um, you know, see, you know, if anyone made any deposits in the middle of the night. Um, but, but you know what? Who is emailing people from 2 a.m. to 7 a.m.? Uh, I do a lot of work overseas. Um, so I will have people in different time zones. Um, so like, That's actually the same answer I would yeah, give. Yeah, um, whenever... I was trying to trap you, but it didn't work. Trying, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, no, whenever you have to deal with like uh, – so f- from where I am, um, the UK is – I mean they're six hours ahead. Um, so you know my you know, my 6 p.m. is their midnight. Um, and just the same as their – they just – the emails come up earlier. Um, same thing whenever you're working with China. It's always just going to be a little delayed. Um, so anyways, um, that is – I – it's really difficult for me to eat breakfast. I've just kind of never done it. Um, it's just never really been my thing. Uh, I'll generally, oh, that's another thing is I also wake up really late. Um, because in any given time I will work until three or four in the morning. And here's the thing is I am not apologetic about it. I have been, I've worked with people before that have said like, Oh, why do you do that? Like, you know, you just feel like a piece of shit for, you know, waking up at noon, you know? You know, that, that's what I was going to actually segue the conversation into is it looks like a common theme between both of us is that we stay up very late. And if there's any hole in our morning routine is we wake up late and there's not enough time to do everything. So I think I've, I've also researched and looked at a lot of these top performers in the world, these top CEOs, these top entrepreneurs and their morning routines. And some of these guys get up at ungodly hours. I think like the Tim Tim Cook CEO of Apple gets up at like 
4 a.m. Like I think he's at the gym at 4 a.m. Um, so it's hard to match that for people like me. So what would you say, how important is it to really get up early and have a morning routine versus knowing yourself? And if you're a night person, that's okay. You know what? If you are a night person, that is incredibly fine. I think that once I accept truthfully, I was in a really bad relationship where it was thrown in my face. You're unproductive. You're lazy. I'm like, for someone to call Ryan Salinas lazy, I am a lot of things. That is just not one of them. So let me ask this then. This is interesting. If you woke up later than what you would have liked and you can't do your full routine, what are the one or two things that you absolutely do if you can't do all of them? Um, so in, I think in a perfect world, so what used to happen was I got into, first of all, routine is something that I would absolutely love to have. Um, there are points of the year where I will get a little bit of routine. Um, truthfully, uh, my gym is lifetime fitness. And the reason why I go to lifetime fitness is because all of them are designed exactly the same. They have the same equipment. They have the same finish out. I mean, I'm saying tile cabinets, Walls, ceilings, equipment, everything is all the exact same. So I can go in California, I can go in Vegas, I can go in Texas, and it's going to look the exact same. So there's something very much for routine for me that I appreciate. And that's something about that company that I really enjoy is, you know, I know exactly what I'm getting into. Um, and, and I mean, and all of their cafes are all the same. So me being on the road so much, I crave some something familiar. Um, so lifetime is just kind of like my one saving grace that I think like keeps me sane. Um, in a perfect world, I think what I would do is I'd love to say, oh yeah, I'd love to get up early. I just know myself and know that that's just not going to happen. I mean, I, I can't stand it. Absolutely can't stand it. Also early, late, those are very relative terms, right? So some person might think 4am is early. Someone might think 7am is early. It just depends. For, for me, I know a lot of people that would, you know, say the first, the, the thing that I would do no matter what is exercise. So if I, if I didn't wake up early enough, if I overslept, no matter what I'm doing exercise, that's not the case with me. That's probably the first thing I cut out. For me, what I prioritize the most is the learning. I don't know. It's just something, something that it's always been a primary thing for me. I make sure I'm learning every day. It can be business stuff. It can be stuff that has no relation to business. But I find it very valuable to always be learning and growing because that has a trickle effect to everything else in your life. So I'm always a very curious person. I'm always trying to figure out how things work. If I meet someone, I'm genuinely interested in learning. Uh, I think that that carries you a long way. You know, I think for me, I would much rather work out in the morning only because it's a little bit of a stress relief. And you know how like they say like, (laughs) <laughs> you know, if the plane is crashing and the oxygen mask come down, take care of yourself before you take care of anyone else. And it has taken me a long time to realize that. And I think that by giving yourself, you know, that 30 minutes or that hour, and you know what, I, I don't have kids. I don't have another human that I need to be responsible for. So if you're a parent, I absolutely get that, you know, a lot of this can't happen um, or it can happen just at a cost. Um, but I think for me is the working out part. That's what would keep me sane. That's what would keep me from not killing someone first thing in the morning. And, and I think the important thing to keep in mind about routines is that 
there's a lot of there's a couple of things. So first of all, there's a saying that Warren Buffett said. I hope I'm saying this correctly, but he basically says that habit is the the most important thing someone can focus sure. on because the the chains of habit are too light to be felt until they're too hard to be broken. So when he talks to young entrepreneurs, he advises them to focus on your habits because that's something that'll set you up for life. So the routines that you create really have a big role in setting the path you're going to be going down. And the other part of the routine is that there's something called decision fatigue. And that's why a lot of people like the routine because they don't have to think about it. They don't have to waste mental energy deciding what am I going to wear today? What am I going to eat today? No, I eat a banana every morning and have a cup of coffee. I don't have to think about what am I going to make. Um, and, and that's why like President Barack Obama used to always wear the same suit. Some like uh, Steve yeah. Jobs always wore the turtleneck and jeans. They want to minimize decisions and go on autopilot so they can save their mental energy for the important things that they need to be working for on. For sure. Um, there's an article that I read that hopefully we're going to discuss in a second. Um, but it talks about one of the th- I guess it talks about the six things that you do in the morning that make you, I guess, the most like productive or what have you. Um, one of which is planning for productivity. So you wake up in the morning, you know, you do all your stuff, you sit down at your desk and you write down everything that you're going to do for that day. But you only write down what is absolutely easy to accomplish. So you're not like, you're only writing down the short-term goals. You're not saying, oh, finishing up, you know, this gigantic website today. It's nothing like that. It is, um, you know, calling this person and setting an appointment. It is, you know, purchasing X, Y, and Z. It is, you know, making these plans for whatever travel. Something that is easily attainable. Another thing that we've talked about on the show before is to eat the frog. And what I mean by that is doing the most (laughs) – yeah, no, that's snails. Um, It is is doing the most difficult part of your day first. And I I remember whenever I learned this. So there was a time where – you know, I, I woke up to, uh, or actually I take it back. Um, I got an email of, you know, a client that was unhappy. You go through that, you go through that email and depending on what they say, I mean, whenever I first started out, I would get really emotional, not like emotional, but just, I would get like really, I would take it personally. I would get a little like angry or charged or whatever from it. And first thing that I learned is you don't respond to those emails right off the bat. You always wait at least 24 hours to respond to something like that. Um, But the other thing is, is to eat the frogs. So you know what? It's going to come time where you need to respond to that email. You know, whether it is you've slept on it, you've, you know, waited the weekend, whatever the case may be, and you're ready to respond to that. You know, it's going to be if it's a phone call and if it's a difficult phone call to make, just get it done at 9 a.m. And once it's over with, it's kind of like we build these things up in our head to where we think that it's going to be worse than it actually is. I don't know. I I know that that's like a thing in psychology and there's a name for it. I am not smart enough to know what that name is. However, the concept is the same of once you realize, you know what, it's fine. The world is still turning. I didn't die from this. Like we're, everything's still going to be okay. You know, it's just getting that getting over that hump and just accomplishing whatever the most difficult part of it was going to be. And I don't want people to walk away thinking, you know, Hey, I have to have this morning routine. I have to eat the frog. 
I think what I've learned is um, there's no one formula, right? It's really a matter of experimenting and finding out what works best for you. So like for me, I don't disagree with eating the frog, but I found for myself, I, I really work best when I take care of a lot of easy stuff in the morning because I build momentum. And then I get really into the zone like the early afternoon. And then I start knocking out all these big problems that I'm working on. It's harder for me to do that first thing in the morning because I haven't gotten those engines rolling yet. That's just me. Um, again, I think people have to experiment and see what works best for them. Yeah, I think that – Well, and that's another thing is whenever it comes to working out and uh, whenever you're building muscle, one of the things that you're supposed to do is – and I mean, once you've accomplished whatever it is you need to accomplish and you've made this the, the decision and you're absolutely capable of building muscle is to lift heavy right in the very beginning. And it may seem like counterproductive, like, oh, you should build up to it. You're doing it completely wrong. You should be lifting the heaviest you can lift in the beginning. And then it's, I don't know why that is. And now I, I didn't even realize that this can be applied to like other things. But anyways, so the next thing is, uh, there was a general and he had asked, what is, Ooh, I know this, I know this. Yes. What is the most, um, important task of the day or not the most important task of the day, but like, what makes you like, what's the dedicated morning practice of setting yourself up for the day or what have you? That's a, a Navy seal. Yep. What is it? Making your bed. Absolutely. Do you make your bed? So we read the same stuff. I am I am weird about all that stuff. Yes, I make my bed. Um, I put things where they have to be so that I don't have to clean up. Like I'm big on that. You know, uh, so I, I'm definitely in line with that. Do you know what the horrible thing is? Whenever I'm at home, I never make the bed. Whenever I'm in a hotel, I make the bed so that the maid doesn't think I'm a complete slob. Isn't that weird? <laughs> oh my god! What a weirdo. isn't that so weird? How do you not make your bed, man? What's the matter with you? I I I don't I don't know. I just don't think of it that way. Funny enough, I was in bed this morning. I wake up to one of my notifications. The notification that I saw was it's called a smart uh, smart duvet, and, and what it is, it's essentially like an inflatable like skeleton that you put inside of your current duvet. And so what you do is you like it stays pointed or I guess tucked in at the bottom. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And whenever you push the button, it's like Bluetooth connected, like a pump goes off and it like unfolds itself and essentially makes the bed on its own. That is for lazy people. I take my money. I am all for that Kickstarter campaign. Let's make it happen. See, I'm a fan of avoiding work. So like I don't like leaving my room a mess. I don't like leaving dirty clothes. I, I put things where they need to be because that way I never have to clean. So you, know, you, my friend, are messy. So you have to clean every once in a while. It's very inefficient and not productive. You know, just so FYI. that's the thing is I'm really not like the way how it works is whenever I take on like a big project, I always like make sure like my workspace is clean before I can like get down and like actually focus on what I'm doing. Because if I look and I see like, oh, that pen's not where it should be or, oh, that light's not where it should be or, oh, there's a hat right there. Like I'll have to like start like shifting stuff. Then it turns into, oh my God, I need to like super deep clean everything. And then like I end up cleaning everything and then procrastinating and not getting my work done. Since, since we're talking about things that are in vogue, like routines – Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? I'm, I'm going, 
I'm going on a left turn here. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Sure. What are your thoughts on the other thing that seems to be in vogue, which is like mindfulness, meditation, whatever you want to call that whole woo-woo area? You know, my good friend Oprah, she has always been very focused on doing things with intent. And I I have found that I generally need to be in a specific mindset um, for different things. Um, I would like to have quiet. I don't think that that's possible. <laughs> um, but I will say this, for me to go to the gym – And, you know, just to sit by myself in a corner for a little bit before I get started or whenever I'm finished, I find that that's my time to kind of like, just like center myself again and just be like, okay, I got it now. Let's go. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think that whole term has like a a bit of a negative connotation to it. Um, But for me, it's all about being calm, right? So finding a way to calm yourself down because I mean, you and I both know you're running through the day. I'm Mexican. I can't stay calm. You've got you've got things running through your mind all day. You've got problems. You've got ideas. You've got all these things going on that having those brief moments where you calm down has a big impact. So one thing that I would like to do more, I, I realize whenever I'm in nature, um, it has a very calming effect for me. So whether that's walking at the park, walking by the water, sitting outside when it's quiet early in the morning or late at night. I am making an effort to try to do that more often because Lord knows I need some peace. Amen. No kidding. No kidding. (laughs) Uh, So the third thing is of, I guess, habits of highly successful people is to put fitness first. Oh yeah. This is a, I really fail at that. I am failing at that lately. You know, the travel thing is it's, it's hard. Um, I like it whenever I can get into a routine. My big routine, like way back in the day was, you know, I get up at like eight o'clock. I'm at the gym by nine. I will eat breakfast at the gym, go to, or actually I would do it the other way around. I would go do fasted cardio first, then eat breakfast at the gym, sit, open my laptop, answer emails, go lift for a a good while finish up with that go change go shower get ready go eat lunch there and i would leave at like 1 1 30 then i'd go home and then do whatever stuff i need to do sounds like a nice life sounds like a nice i know everyone doesn't have that luxury to be at the gym for five hours however it was just part of my process you know i didn't i didn't realize it was a country club lifestyle i'm like wait a minute how did this happen But like, that's the thing is like, I, I, that was my thing. That was my process. That was just how I functioned. And I've just learned to just stop apologizing. For I feel it. like a lot of this stuff is a domino effect. So I, I found when I start sleeping very late, um, I wake up late. When I wake up late, I don't do any exercise. When I don't do any exercise, I have, I'm more likely to eat um, less good food. And it's just a domino effect that goes one thing to another. That's why it's important to have these positive routines that keep you on track. And I also, one thing I really believe in is that how you do anything is how you do everything. So you might think these little things don't matter, making your bed, getting up and doing these routines. But if you can do those little things correctly, and I think that's what that Navy SEAL was trying to get at this point. If you can do the little stuff well, then you can do the big stuff well. You know, I noticed that in the morning, it starts off with the first thing that I drink. If I drink water, 
I know I'm going to have a good day. It means I'm just going to be a little bit more like healthier about my choices. If I wake up in the morning and I have a Dr. Pepper, shit's about to go down. That's not a good morning beverage. I know it's really, it's really not. But anyways, so the fourth thing, and this goes back to what you just talked about is to just breathe. Um, do you have an Apple watch? I do. Do you get that little annoying notification that tells you to breathe? Yeah, how come you can't turn that off? That's an annoying notification. You can turn it off. You can turn it off. However, you're you're telling me it's. I am breathing. What do you What do you think I'm doing right now? Breathing. I am, I'm breathing. Damn it! You can check my heart rate. <laughs> uh, no, this is the thing. Is have you ever actually used the breathing thing? No, not on not on the not on the app. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing: is breathing isn't. I mean, I've done it, and I've noticed that wow, the shit kind of works. Like I'm actually calmed down right now. I mean, yeah, that's scientifically proven. The breathing exercises definitely work. It's just, don't tell me what to breathe. I'll breathe what I want to breathe. <laughs> so the fifth thing is to not waste the weekends. Um, do you usually bed on Saturdays or Sundays? I definitely will admit to trying to sleep in on the weekend because it's the only time I can catch up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that. See, I think that I if I allow myself to sleep in on a Sunday. That's kind of the extent of it. But generally on a Sunday, I'm waking up early. Like that's another thing is as much as I say, like I like sleep in late, I haven't slept in late for like the longest time. Like I've always had like early flights and early call times today. I woke up at six o'clock and I'm like, I don't have to be anywhere. Why am I up so early? This is, am I an adult now? This is a problem. When I get a text from Mr. Ryan Salinas in the morning. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I know, I know stuff's going down. Absolutely. There was one time <laughs> you, I texted you and you were like, why are you up so early? And I don't, I mean, I've ha- I generally have like horrible responses like, Oh, I haven't gone to bed yet. Or, <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not an early bird. I mean, I don't blame you. I don't pretend to be one either, but I do try to sleep in on the weekends Oftentimes, just because that's when I catch up on this sleep, but that doesn't mean I don't work on the weekends. I think, I don't know if this is going to be the point you were going to get into, but I, I find it very helpful. You mentioned planning your day um, that day. I like to plan before. I, pl- I plan the day before, and I'm a little bit weird about that where I actually plan my week. So on the weekend, I plan out what I'm going to do that week day by day. I do that on Sunday night. Sunday night, I watch Madam Secretary, and while Madam Secretary is going on, I am kind of outlining what I need to accomplish in the week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I do it always on Sunday, but I do generally do that over the weekend. And I actually, I plan out day by day what I'm going to do the upcoming week, and I also have these bigger tasks and goals for the following week. So I go out a few weeks, and that way I have my long-term um, goals with broken it down by day by day in the short term. So the final thing is to make it a routine. Um, Generally, you know, you kind of have morning brain and kind of don't know which way is up and what's happening. Uh, So, I mean, by the time you start functioning, it's nice to kind of already have your to-do list, your calendar, all that stuff ready to go. That way you kind of don't miss a beat and don't waste time, you know, whenever it's most important. I use a thing called to-do. It's T-E-U-X-D-E-U-X.com. Fancy. Yes, it's it's really cool. Uh, it is a very simple 
to-do list app and then there's also a desktop version and what i like about it is you know you can write down a list of what you want to accomplish monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday so let's say it's monday we wrote down 10 things we accomplished seven of them the three things that you did not accomplish it automatically moves to the next day i find that just something like that keeps me on track and there's also a way that you can do long-term goals and that's like on the bottom. So you can write down, you know, what each of these things are. So, I mean, I kind of have like a little financial column, you know, Hey, here's what's coming in. Here's what's going out. Hey, here's like the big clients that I'm, you know, working on that I really need to close. These are the ones that I need to focus on. You know, it's a nice way of me tracking like, Hey, where am I at for these people? Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't, I've tried a lot of different apps. Um, that's this is why I'm not going to recommend an app because honestly, I just use the notes, the notes, the Apple Notes thing or a Word document. Yeah, I've, I've tried a lot of different things, and I think sometimes we overcomplicate things. Like just write it down in a notebook or put it in a note. That's it. It's not that complicated. What are the main things that I need to do? Um, a lot of times we overcomplicate it. It doesn't really help. So. I'll check that app out because that long-term thing and the way that it slides to the next day if you don't finish it sounds cool. But these these you know these tricks that people try to or hacks, I think oftentimes they don't work. I think it's really just a matter of having the willpower to actually do it and plan it. However you want to plan it, if you want to write it with a crayon in your kid's coloring book, as long as you plan it, that's the main takeaway I would take from that. So what I want everyone to do is write down what your perfect morning looks like. Whatever that may mean. If it means, you know, the kids get breakfast, um, if they get to school on time, if we find out where they are from the night before, hey, that's good too. What, write down whatever your perfect Monday morning looks like. And then let's try and accomplish that this next week. Yeah. And the main message that I would want to end this with is the reason this is important, and I think everyone listening can relate to this, is that. You have those days where the hours are gone by and you're working in quotes and you're busy in quotes, but you're not getting anything done. And we've all fallen victim to that. And I think the, the reason, the biggest reason that happens is that you didn't plan. You didn't plan in advance what you should be doing. So you spend time that day thinking of what you should be doing and not really doing anything. And that's the real power of routines and habits is that you get this stuff on autopilot. On autopilot, Ryan and I, on Sunday, plan the week. On autopilot, you get up, you exercise, you eat, you start doing whatever you're doing. When you get those things on autopilot, you don't have to waste the mental energy figuring it out. You just get to work. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please go to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash superboothers. Tell us what you thought of today's episode. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week.